it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. Even though I work in this business, I am also a consumer. I'm not just a colleague. I'm a consumer. I grew up loving radio and being impressed by big careers and uh, inspired maybe not so much influence. So yesterday, I just I, I had a lot to do after the program. And I drove around listening to Joe Biden's speech during Hannity's program. And I, I was listening like a listener does, not as somebody who does this for a living. Is there anybody out there besides maybe John Heilman, who went right on MSNBC to proclaim that what a great job Biden did yesterday. I want whatever he's drinking. Is there anybody that wasn't horrified by what they heard yesterday? Joe Biden sounded like a grumpy old man at Shady Pines yelling at the staff when he was told it's time for his prune juice. He is clearly in mental decline. He is clearly not he is not in charge of, his faculties are clearly diminished. Oh, you conservative guy. This has nothing to do with us conservative guys or conservative girls. It is obvious to a growing number of people that the light is on, but we don't know if anybody's home. And we don't really know who's running the show. It, it could be Ron Klain. It could be any number of, of staff and advisors. I don't think it's Harris. Harris doesn't seem to have a grasp on on anything either. And we're learning as her staff departs, as they run for the door, as they talk to the most friendly of friendly outlets, the Washington Post, this is not this is not Town Hall or Hot Air or The Blaze or Breitbart. This is the Washington Post. They're saying her staff, her own staff. Now remember, the media loves anyone who ever worked for Trump that turned their backs on Trump or have gone on to profit from the anti-Trump sentiment like Scaramucci or whomever. They're not giving enough credibility here, perhaps. Her staff says they prepare her for interviews, and she refuses to read in to what it is they prepare. This is the vice president. This is the person who is one heartbeat away from the Oval Office, seems to have no idea what she's talking about. On one side, we have a man who seems completely lost, who's going on some kind of autopilot, because he's been around since 1973. He just... When he's lost, he repeats lines that he's uttered you know, time before and time and time again. And then we have someone who seems to just relish in the sport and the spotlight who doesn't have any technical knowledge of anything. Kamala Harris has no resume that does not originate with having an affair with a married man. 
She was given high-level appointments in the state of California that were not predicated on her academic pedigree, her talent, her intellect, or any experience that she accrued. She was sleeping with a married man who had a powerful position as Speaker of the California State Assembly. That's it. I don't know who's in charge right now. It's probably Ron Klain. And this guy is a weasel. Maybe I should rename him. I forgot who. We've used the name Dumpster Juice for a lot of people. This is a guy. This is a guy. This is the seepage of the swamp. This guy is the worst of the worst. I don't. I, I can't tell you. Like I said, the lights are on. I don't know if anybody's home. But yesterday, Biden was both lost and at times belligerent. And what's amazing is his poll numbers are not only going down, you have summoned the press, right? He's lashing out at the bad poll numbers. They said that's so very Trumpian. By the way, before I start getting into this audio, this one is really buried. The New York Times got access to the drone footage. August 29th of 2021, under Biden's Department of Defense, we launched a drone attack that killed civilians in Afghanistan, including children. And I put it up on Twitter last night to be a little sarcastic. How could Donald Trump do such a thing? Because that's the perception. No, this happened under Biden. Good for the New York Times to access that, that, that footage. Now let's see the outrage. Oh, wait, there is none. There's no outrage. Nobody's outraged that under, now you could say, well, Andrew, it's not Biden's fault. He didn't personally order this. These kind of things happen. War is messy. Accidents happen. Yes, but we know. We know that if the media had previously classified surveillance video of children, seven children being blown to smithereens under Donald Trump, You'd be hearing what a warmonger, child killer, baby killer. You would be hearing everything. The Democrats and the media would be throwing it all at Donald Trump that he personally pushed the button to kill children. You know it. I know it. They know it. Where's this going to go? The answer is nowhere. There's another one we're going to get into. There's now surveillance video, and Zero Hedge, I believe, broke it, of Ashley Babbitt. Ashley Babbitt trying to stop people from entering the Speaker's office, of Ashley Babbitt trying to hold back the crowd, Ashley Babbitt having polite conversations with Capitol Police. Look at the way the media has spun this. If under Donald Trump, a white male police officer shot an unarmed black, black lives matter, female black lives matter protester who was trying to breach the White House, you would never hear the end of it. You would, you would, you would not see the officer being hailed as some kind of hero for shooting an unarmed woman. Now, could he know she was an Air Force veteran? No, no. No, unless she announced it, and even then. But he did, in fact, shoot an unarmed woman with a stack of tactical officers 
right behind her. Now, was there a red line? Was there an order that came over the radio? If anybody crosses this line, you have the authorization to shoot to kill? I don't know, perhaps. But that wouldn't matter if it was a white male officer and a female Black Lives Matter protester who also happened to be black, not a 16-year-old white girl who's overprivileged and bored. Winesick 695, Patriot 9572874. Headline Associated Press. Biden hits new low as one-year mark. So here we are. One year ago, Joe Biden became president of the United States. What is going right? I will sit here while you Democrats call this program and tell me what's working. We are literally at the point now where we're telling people if they don't behave properly, we may deny them health care. You want to know why I'm a conservative, why I'm a constitutionalist, why I lean libertarian, why I oppose things like single payer? Because of that. Try to imagine if we had single payer. They wouldn't even, there wouldn't, it, it would be like a cashless society. They just turn off your bank account. They would just say, if you don't do as you're told, you don't get health care. Too bad. They wouldn't even have to reason with you. They would own the health care system. And this democracy they want, where they want 50 plus 1% to pay no taxes. The other 49 will always be under the thumb. Always, except for the elite. And that's the way they want it. So now it says right here, in the Associated Press, more Americans disapprove than approve of how Biden is handling his job as a president, 56 to 48. As of now, just 18, 28% of Americans said they want Biden to run for re-election in 2024, including only 48% of Democrats. He's lost the majority of his own party. This man is a disaster. He is a blunder. The fact, and I'm going to say this, you people in Delaware, what were you thinking re-electing this man every six years? What, 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 what? This man is a blunder. He is the ultimate embodiment of the political hack. His talent lies in campaigning and brokering, not legislating and not leading. He's not a leader. He's proving that. So let's start with yesterday's audio, and we have a ton of it. I was driving around in my pickup truck listening to this in absolute horror. Play cut one. If this isn't passed, do you still believe the upcoming election will be fairly conducted and its results will be legitimate? Well, it all depends on uh, whether or not we're able to make the case to the American people that some of this is being set up to try to alter the outcome of the election. And it's one thing, look, maybe I'm just being uh, too much of an optimist. Remember how we thought not that many people were going to show up to vote in the middle of a pandemic? We had the highest voter turnout in the history of the United States of America. Well, um, I think if, in fact, no matter how hard they make it for minorities to vote, I think you're going to see them willing to stand in line and, and defy the attempt to keep them from being able to vote. 
I think you're going to see the people we're trying to keep from being able to show up, showing up and making the sacrifice that needs to be made in order to change the law back to what it should be. First of all, it's not turnout when you send ballots to people who didn't request them. That's not turnout. Turnout is when people get up, leave their place of residence, and go cast a ballot. That's turnout. The other side of this, I have not had anybody yet explain to me how voting laws that apply to all citizens somehow adversely affect people of color. No one's been able to identify this to me other than academic twaddle about 25% of black people in this country not having ID, which is a lie. There is no effort, none whatsoever, to stop people from voting based on race. None. And there's two ways to go about pointing this out. One, the Constitution explicitly bans that. I am a constitutionalist. And let me say this. Even if the Constitution did not directly address this, it would still be wrong. The Constitution does not address all things right and wrong, right? It doesn't. That's not what the Constitution does. The Constitution sets up a blueprint for government, the rights of the individual, etc., etc. It doesn't delve into moral right and wrongs so much. But it would be. It would be an absolute moral wrong for a law-abiding citizen of the United States who's legally registered to vote to be prevented from voting based on their race. It would be an absolute moral wrong. Consent of the governed. But Biden wants you to believe, because this is all they have, that there is some effort to block black people from the polls. Now, let me remind you, Donald Trump got more black and Hispanic votes in 2020 than he did in 2016. We want citizens to vote. People that are informed, legally registered, etc., etc. The idea that you're just going to mail out ballots to wherever and then count whatever comes back, that's not an election with integrity, and I think we all know that. And if the Democrats are telling you that that's the only way to run an election, then they're telling you the only way they could win is with fraud. The lights are on. I don't know who's home. But he's challenging the outcome of the election already. I thought that was a no-no. But then again, Hillary did the same thing, right? They demanded that Donald Trump, they demand of Republicans, well, do you believe in the outcome of the election? And a Republican, Donald Trump, a conservative, must always affirm yes. But if you're a Democrat, you could always sow doubt. You could always raise doubt. Well, I don't know if we don't get our way. Here's what the Democrats are really telling you. Here's what they are really telling you. They will only believe in the outcome of the election when they count the votes in D.C. I mean DNC. Unless the ballots are counted in secret at the DNC headquarters, the Democrats are telling you they have no obligation to believe in the outcome of the election. And if they do not hold the House and the Senate in 2022, which they are unlikely to based on the polls, they're going to, of course, raise doubt and challenges to the election. Now, let me just put a carrot in here. Savannah Guthrie asked Kamala Harris 
Uh, hey, isn't it a little weird that uh, Biden is out there already now, this press conference, which I believe is only his second since being president, uh, questioning election integrity, play cut 12. Is he really concerned that, that we may not have fair and free elections? The president has been consistent on this issue and the issue at hand, the issue I was there last night uh, in the chamber of the Senate, and the issue is that there are two bills, the John Lewis Voting Rights Act and the Freedom to Vote Act, that have been the, the solution that has been offered to address the fact that around our country, states have put in place laws that are purposely making it more difficult for the American people to vote. Laws which will be felt by at least 55 million Americans, regardless of their party affiliation, their race, their gender, or their geographic location. Well, to the point, though, because so those we bills have were clear, debated. And it's, but it's, yeah, the, the, the bills it's, were it's, debated it's, and they didn't pass. If so I may the, finish, the if I may course, finish. But the specific question, if you don't mind, does he think, now that these bills have have been passed that the 22 midterms won't be legitimate or fair or free let's not conflate issues so what we are looking at and and the topic of so much debate last night was that we as america cannot afford to allow this blatant erosion of our democracy and in particular the right of all americans who are eligible to vote to have access to the ballot unfettered that is the topic of the conversation and let's not be distracted by the political gamesmanship yeah why what do you mean unfettered well registered unregistered ballots being mailed out ballots just being returned unsigned what 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 do you what do you want to tether this to so if Republican states dare or Republican state legislators dare to reset the fiat exercises of power where Republic, uh, Democrat judges or Democrat secretaries of state or Democrat board of election officials went ahead and changed election law in the state because of the pandemic without the input of the state legislative body, if they seek to correct that, they are keeping black people from the polls. That's a lie. Boil it down. What Kamala Harris and the Democrats are saying is, we changed the law illegally in 2020, and you can't change it back. That's what they're saying. No, 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 you can't, you, you state legislative bodies aren't allowed to reassert your authority under the Constitution. We made the new law. This is the new way, the only way. Winesick 695, Patriot 9572874. Phil Wegman from Real Clear Politics pressed Biden on this issue a second time. Play cut two. A moment ago, you were asked whether or not you believed that we would have free and fair elections in 2022 if some of these state legislatures reformed their voting protocols. You said that it depends. Uh, do you do you think that they would in any way be illegitimate? Oh yeah, I think it easily can be, be illegitimate. Oh imagine, well, yeah, okay. Imagine Thanks, if, in fact, Trump has succeeded in convincing Pence to not count the votes. Uh, imagine if. In, in regards to 2022, sir, the midterms. Well, 2022. Imagine, I mean, uh, uh, imagine if those uh, attempts to say that uh, the count was not legit. 
You have to recount it, and we're not going to count. We're going to discard the following votes. I mean, sure, it, 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 I'm not saying it's going to be legit. It's the increase in the prospect of being illegitimate is in direct proportion to us not being able to get these these reforms passed. But I don't think oh, okay. you're going to see, you're not going to see me, and I don't think you're going to see the Democratic Party give up on can go, coming back at assuming that the attempt fails today. So uh, if, if legislatures in the states reclaim their constitutional authority and we can't count unsigned, unsecured ballots that show up at 3 o'clock in the morning at the headquarters of the Democratic National Committee, well, then, yeah, the, we're going to challenge the outcome of the election. one 95 patriot nine five seven two eight seven four. I've got a ton more. We're right. They're wrong. That is the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Serious XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Wilcow Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west, on Serious XM Patriot, channel 125. <laughs>